0: Welcome to Five Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast, which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. We are continuing our study in the Book of Acts, for still in chapter seven, looking at verses forty-four through fifty, read from the New King James Version. Stephen is still the speaker. And he continues to recount how Yahweh, how God, has accomplished his purposes and kept his promises to, to the house of Israel, to the, um, his people, despite Israel's failings through Abraham, Joseph, and Moses. And now Stephen introduces David's role in the history of Israel. Let's listen to Acts chapter 7, verses 44 through 50. Read from the New King James Version. Our fathers had the tabernacle of witness in the wilderness, as he appointed, instructing Moses to make it according to the pattern that he had seen, which our fathers, having received it in turn, also brought with Joshua into the land possessed by the Gentiles, whom God drove out before the face of our fathers until the days of David, who found favor before God and asked to find a dwelling for the God of Jacob. But Solomon built him a house. However, the Most High does not dwell in temples made with hands, as the prophet says. Heaven is my throne and earth is my footstool. What house will you build for me, says the Lord? Or what is the place of my rest? Has my hand not made all these things? Again, this is Acts chapter 7, verses 44 through 50, read from the New King James Version. I'll be back with insights and close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott. I am your host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thank you for listening and following my podcast, which can be heard almost anywhere podcasts are heard, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many other platforms. Like and follow at MinutesWord on Facebook and Twitter. Again, that was Acts chapter seven, verses forty-four through fifty, read from the New Living Translation. And Stephen is still speaking; he's still defending himself, having sufficiently denied the charge against him that he tried to blaspheme Moses. Uh, Moses. Stephen proceeded to address the charge that he had blasphemed God. The temple that he speaks of was a movable worship center used by the Israelites prior to the construction of the temple by Solomon. David wanted to construct the temple, but he said, no, uh, your son Solomon will do it. The detailed instructions for constructing the temple were spelled out for Moses and the people of Israel. And that's found in Exodus, chapters 25 through 31. The construction plans were shown to Moses by God himself. This large and mobile tent was suitable for the wilderness wanderings because it could be taken apart and moved easily from location to location. It was the place where after the nation left Mount Sinai, Moses would meet with God. And that's in Exodus chapter 29, verse 42. Chapter thirty, verse six, and chapter thirty-six, and then again in Numbers chapter seventeen, verse four, for those who want to look at that, Stephen points. Uh, what uh, Stephen's point was that the presence of the tabernacle or the temple did not keep the people of Israel, the children of Israel, from rejecting God and His special messengers. And even in our own lives, we have to be careful because we tend to want to follow our own devices. We want to do, uh, like in in the book of Judges, we want to do things our own way. We are given instructions by the Holy Spirit. He tries to lead us, but we still choose to go our own way. So even though they had the presence of God with them, they had what they thought was... um, Suitable, they had um, what they had messengers from God to give them uh, specific directions. They still chose to do what they wanted to do. And remember, uh, when Moses was gone for a while, which is what Stephen says, they was like, "Where is this Moses you sent over us? Where is he? He's been gone a long time. Build us, build us a God that we can see." Because that's what they were used to in Egypt. They were used to all of that idol worship. Let me get back to the commentary. It says, However, the Most High does not dwell in temples made with hands. Stephen confronted their idolatry of the temple. In doing so, they tried to confine God within the temple. God is too big to fit in any temple man can make. And how often are we um, just like the children of Israel with our own churches? And, you know, some of them are grand and some of them are not. But sometimes we place the building above the Messiah. We place things in the building. I remember when we were kids, oh, don't touch the communion table. Oh, you can't build the pulpit. Oh, you know, all kind of stipulations. We place that. Above what uh, we are there for, which is to worship God in spirit and in truth. When the uh, children of Israel uh, moved into the land of Canaan under Joshua's leadership, the tabernacle was taken with them and remained with them as they settled in, settled the land, and had many battles against the Gentile nations. Stephen reminded his audience that God drove the Gentiles out of the promised land. The temporary mobile temple uh, tabernacle remained with the people until the time of King David, David when Jerusalem uh, was made the capital city, and David became, uh, began making plans for a temple. But of course, God said, you're not going to do it. Your son Solomon's going to do it. King David found favor with God and asked to build the permanent temple. His He desired to do so, um, and he wrote about it in Psalm 132, verses 2 through 5. Um, God's answer to David's request that his son Solomon, the next king of Israel, would oversee the construction of the temple. Let's go ahead and pray. Father, we thank you for your word as we study about your true tabernacle. And it's not anything that we can build. It's not any of our buildings that no matter how grand they are, they are still not sufficient. They cannot adequately house your spirit. And we thank you for that, Father. It says the earth is your footstool. And how are we going to give you anything when you own all things? Father, we thank you. We thank you for your Holy Spirit. We thank you for your son who died for our sins. We thank you for angel protection. Father, we're still praying for um, according to we're using the voice of the mortars. We're praying for Bahrain. We're uh, Bahrain. And we're praying for families and local communities um, because they are the main persecutors of those who try to uh, come to the faith. So, Father, we pray for those who are seeking you. We pray for those who have accepted you. God, keep them safe as only you can. We pray that the government, which occasionally uh, imprisons or harasses new Christians, God, we pray that you keep those new Christians safe so that they don't become frustrated and uh, lose the, lose their faith. We pray that you uh, strengthen uh, their resolve, strengthen their hearts as they deal with um, all of the things that they have to deal with. And even, uh, God, as we look at your children here who are suffering, we pray that you strengthen their hearts. You give them what they need to be able to say yes to your will and say thank you, Jesus, for it when um, breakthrough comes. So we're praying for breakthrough in the name of Jesus and thanking you in advance for a breakthrough. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed.